Are you willing to wait? Humans Resourced was recorded in the Byron Bay hinterland in New South Wales, Australia, during May of 2019. It's a series of unedited, unfiltered, unscripted, heart-to-heart conversations between two dear friends, myself, Carly Nimmo, and Callie Brown. Humans Resourced is fueled by nature, endless cups of tea, and friendship. This series was intentionally created for you to binge on. So grab yourself a cuppa and let's dive beneath the surface. Time after time. <laughs> I wonder if we're going to have to <laughs> like go and get permission for all the songs you fucking sing. And do a playlist. <laughs> A human resourced playlist. <laughs> maybe I'll just do one or on maybe, Spotify. Maybe, maybe at one of our live events. Yes, that are, that are, that are in that the future. That would be amazing. We will sing, Ooh. both of us. Okay, we'll, we'll lead a chorus. We could do time kind after like time with choir. the ukulele. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. What's the opening line for that song? It's annoying me right now. Uh, <sighs> it will come to us in good timing. It will, because after all. That's what episode 10 is all about. (laughs) And what it makes me think about is where do you feel like there's a very wise person in my life that said to me, you're not behind, you're just aligned. Oh, she must be wise as fuck. She's she's wise AF, (laughs) hashtag. Yes, Nimo, that was you. And it stuck with me because in so many areas of my life personally, I've felt behind. Mm. I've felt like the understudy in my own life. Like I can't step into the leading lady position because I'm not enough. I don't know enough. It's not the right time. I've just had kids. I'm a mum now. The kids really need me. Whatever it is, I'm behind in some way. And there's other coaches who coached when I did and they've left and they're on this, you know, they're on this success road and I'm here. So evaluating myself through the time that it's taken me to get to where I, in quotation marks, need to be and feeling like in a way that I'm playing the slow game, Mm. like there's something a bit slow about the way I'm meeting life. Mm. And what's interesting in that is actually that you and I are sitting here together because I think we've known each other for about six years and I remember seeing this gregarious, articulate Couldn't have human being that had a young baby in a stroller still turning up to do a talk in a room. And I oh knew my God, and, that right. Oh fuck. And I knew how hard that would have been, <laughs> right, to show up with a newborn because I was in the same position only a year, maybe maybe under a year behind you. Um but I got it, mm. you know, I got what it took to be there. So there was a lot of admiration. On productivity of all things. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking on productivity at this event in Byron. Yeah, and it was here's about, my worksheet. It was about six years oh ago. Oh, my God. Like, but, but there's still the nimoness, right? right? We talk about undercurrent. There's still the – that's what I connected to was this woman who was avid 
in expressing herself, even through some of the most unproductive times of her life, right? You were still wanting to show up and speak up. And I remember walking away from that night thinking, I want to I want to be in the room with her more often. I want to hang out with her. I want to be friends with her. I'm going to stalk her. <laughs> no, stalk <laughs> <laughs> but the truth is now I, I kind of pinch myself in a wild sort of um, celebrity moment of sitting here with you and doing a podcast and knowing that that was something I put out there, not like this sitting here vision. Yeah, you didn't see this. No, not even a podcast, but I did see that I wanted to get to know you more and be in spaces more with you, whatever that looked like. And then here we are, mm. right? Six years on. Six years on and many things between that. You know, I lived in Melbourne for two years. You've created top podcasts from that. You've got your coaching practice. I've got my coaching practice. I've had another baby, you know, many things. But I wasn't hard focused on this being something that we do together. But it was like a, I put that out there, mm. you know, that mm. there'll one day that I'll spend more time with this human because I dig her. I dig there's something there that I resonate with. And so it was that for some people might seem like a slow game, right, to then be here. But there's something about when you really surrender to timing and you really surrender to how things, let go of how things should look, you are wildly surprised with what's possible. Mm. Yep. Yes. <clears throat> because you could have made it happen back then. Right. But we wouldn't have been in this position. Right. In this position where we have grown and learnt and come into full expressions of ourselves mm -hmm. to be able to come together in the fullest expression of both of us, mm. you know? Mm. That's so yummy. It's kind of like I see um, wrinkles, right? When you allow them to come and actually cross paths, they come and cross paths at that perfect point, mm. right? Where you smile or there's laughter or, you know, somewhere upon the face. It makes me think, there, there is divine timing mm. when you allow timing. Mm. Yes. And we live in this world of make shit happen, make it happen, go out there, get your dreams, you know. Know what you want. Know what you want, go after Have a it. goal. Yeah, have a goal. Like, you know, what are you doing just waiting there? Yeah. What are the 10 steps that mm. you're taking? What are you doing today mm. to get there? Mm. What aren't you doing today that is preventing you from getting there? Mm. What is getting there? Where's there? Where the fuck is there? Mm -hmm. Because we have a we have a pre preconceived <laughs> idea of where, but often that is about external stuff, right? It's about a level of fame. It's about a level of fortune. It's about, um, you know, like it's not it's not actually about who we are in that place. Yes. it's about what we want to achieve. Or what we think we should achieve yes. rather than what we want to achieve. And I wonder within that, when did we become uncomfortable with waiting? Mm. <sighs> like actually putting it out there and saying, this is something I desire. I can't articulate exactly what it is, but I want more connection, say, for instance, with this human being, Carly Nimmo. I want more connection with her. Putting it out there, dropping it out into the universe, into the cosmic kitchen, and then waiting 
for the cosmic chef to cook it, create it, and then bring it out into something that I could never have even ordered or imagined, right? But there's the process of waiting in there that needs to happen for it to come back to you in a better form than you could have ever envisaged. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because it's like our mind can only conceive of so much and it can really only conceive of what we've seen is possible Mm. or what we believe is possible for Mm -hmm. ourselves. Mm -hmm. So... But there, but there is a whole wide realm of whateverness out there <laughs> that we have no idea about. And to to think, to be under the no preconceived notion that you have any control of that, is bullshit. Well, yeah, I mean that's we've tapped on it before. It's actually when we start to be in refusal of what is and we deny and we depress and we addict and all of that, when we're working against the natural flow Mm. of patience, of popping it out there, saying this is what I want, being brave enough to say this is what I want, letting it go and trusting that it's been heard and it will come back to you better than you could have ever created it. Yeah, and it also ties in with that piece that we've spoken about, which is about the broken bit, like fix me, fix me quick so I can get on to the next yes. thing. It's kind of like a football player, you know, hurts itself. Quick, chuck a couple of injections in, get him out back out on the field. Yeah. Um, at what cost? At what cost? Mm. What long-term cost? Mm-hmm. Because if you just let him chill right. and heal in his own time and space instead of thinking about like, well, this is the season over for him. Yep. Uh what else? Like, we just don't know. There could be something even more amazing out there for him. I don't even know why I'm talking about football. But, you know, like. But I know, but it makes sense because I do think about then when you're outside of that framework that has pushed you and pushed you and pushed you, what's left? Mm. Like, the shell that's left, that game doesn't care about it anymore. It's on to the next group of young kids that are coming up for. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then, but you're there carrying the afflictions from mm. that push for the rest of your life. Mm. The physical and mental, um, what has been inflicted on you physically and mentally from going beyond the weight, yeah, the patient and, piece. Yeah, right. And so that brings up like, we, we are looking to buy the quick road. Yep. But that quick road that we're buying into, yep. that formula for success, mm-hmm. that step-by-step go from here to here. Here's that the meal promise. in the microwave. Yeah. He, yep. Yeah. Yep. Here's the promise, you know, mm-hmm. more like save time, save energy, yes. blah, 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 blah. What we don't see there in, and I'm talking more in the coaching space than a microwave meal, yes. but what we don't see there <laughs> is the fact that 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 person had that success in timing. Yeah. We're not seeing the timing that occurred there. Right. <laughs> what we're trying to do is recreate. <laughs> it's so true because I'm just thinking about when people go, you know, who do you want to be like as a coach? Yeah. And people start saying, you know, I don't know, Brene Brown or all these people, Elizabeth Gilbert or – And completely forgetting that this human has had 10, 15 years behind them Mm. of building to that point. Mm. 
and that there is the game of waiting. And actually, in that waiting game, in that slow growing period, that is what prepares you for that propelling of growth or exposure or whatever it is that we seemingly think is overnight. Yes. <laughs> yes, because it, it is all preparation for whatever, right? Like we don't even know what we're preparing for. Right. And as humans, as we've spoken about before, we have this this insatiable need to um to to know. We to do. know. So what if we can embrace not knowing? What if we can embrace that that all our needs are met and we will be you know, if we can, if we can wait, like, you know, Cal, I've spoken to you about, um, human design a bit and being a projector in, in human design. And my strategy, if you subscribe to the idea is that as a projector, my role is to wait to be invited. Now for someone who grows up in this, like, you know, I don't know, generator world where it's like, go out and make it happen, go out and make it happen, go out and make it happen. Um, that's more a manifesto world, but whatever, like, in this world, I, I have always felt like a fuck up. Yeah. Because I couldn't make it happen. Yeah. No matter what I did, it just wouldn't happen for me. Yeah. Why wouldn't it happen for me? Because it wasn't my time. Because I needed to experience that $100,000 failed co working space. Because I needed to um, have the year of sleepless nights and chronic anxiety. Because I, I needed to have my bouts of depression. Because I needed to eventually use those as opportunities to get to know, like, and trust myself so that I can show up now as a fully expressed version of myself. Mm -hmm. And now whatever comes is a bonus. Yeah. It's not, it's, there is nothing that is like a prerequisite for success for me anymore. Mm -hmm. I am just where I am. So the it happened. While you're trying to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that's what I hear. Yeah, yeah. But the it, because when we dive really deep into what it is, it isn't what we thought it was. Right. It isn't. It's like the getting there when I get there. Yeah. It's like, well, the there is actually really different to what, because I live on two and a half acres now in a home that we built ourselves. That was never part of my dream. Mm. You know, if I'd spoken to people in my city life that I was going to marry a kid that was, grew up on a hundred acres and was a country boy and had a dream of being in the country, that was not part of my there, mm. in quotation marks. Mm. But no, it, but your there would have been like, you know, on the stage in Broadway. Exactly. Or- Exactly. But that, now that I'm that there. That wasn't bringing you happiness. No. Now that I'm there, it's my it. Yeah. Right? right. And it's beyond what I could have ever humanly created if I hadn't have sat in the trust of the timing. Yes. In those pieces where I felt completely inadequate because I wasn't up on the stage in Broadway. Actually living and trusting in those timings, those letdowns, those pieces of not making it yeah, because <laughs> led me to my it, <laughs> right? Which is, <clears throat> for me, that sense of home. Yeah. And that sense of home can happen anywhere. Yeah. There, 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 aren't, any, there aren't any external parameters around the sense of home. The yes. sense of home lives within us. Yes. So, so it's not about being in the dream house. It's not about being on the stage and, and acknowledged and recognized by thousands of people. It's not about the, you know, the 
I don't know, the fat stacks of cash. Mm -hmm. It's about a feeling of being home. Mm. And when you have that feeling, then it goes with you everywhere. Mm -hmm. So you're no longer taking holidays to escape your life. Yeah. Because it's all within you. Right. And then whatever you're met with on that journey, you have a sense of home. You have a sense of where you go to to gather your tools, your strength, what is required of you to show up. It's there mm. within you. Already. Yeah. And there's actually nothing that you need to do. Yeah. Right? Because I, I don't want this to also seem like, I've done the work, you know, I mean, every right. fucking episode we come back to this, I've done the work and I'm here on the mountain and like literally on a mountain, but you know, like here I am on the mountain, the guru home, you know, it's like, <clears throat> that's, that's not the piece here. The, the, the point is that it's already existing within you. Yeah. And the point here in this particular episode is it's your timing. Mm. You can go as slow mm. and you can go. You can go, you can slow, you can go, go, slow, slow. It is your timing. Mm. And when we actually do surrender it to that, the possibilities smack you in the face with pure surprise. Yeah, because even if you are pushing, pushing, trying to make it happen, this is all part of your timing. Right. There's nothing wrong with that because right now that's the timing. Right. But in that, how good does that feel it for you feel right good. now? No. Right. And that I think that's the question that yes. keeps bringing you home mm. when you sense your own timing is like, how good does this feel? Mm. This, this need to like in 12 weeks make 10K a month mm. and then I don't do that and it's another excuse to kind of like, you know, I'm never going to get it. I don't know when I'm going to get there. Right? All valid, all useful parts of the human journey. But I think what we're offering here is an opportunity for someone to say, if your game is a slow game, mm. trust that. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I got an email from someone who was like, when I get my shit together, I'll start working with you. Yeah. I've had a very similar email. <laughs> yeah. Totally. A couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, you know, I really want to work with you, and when I, when I feel more myself, I'll check in. You know, mm, and it's like, no, you bring that. Yeah, bring it. This is your timing, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is the this this is where you're at. Bring that, because I ain't here to deliver you any destination. Yeah, that you can't reach on your own. Right, that you're not reaching already on your own, in perfect divine timing. Because once again, if you showed up in, in, a, in, a, in a spaciousness of knowing that cliche warning, what is for you won't go by you. Yeah. And that everything unfolds in divine timing. Yeah. Then... It may be that you show up differently. Mm -hmm. So try that on. Right. Right. Try a few cliches on. Like you're only given what you can handle. Why not try Is that? Is that true for you? Right. I don't know. <laughs> right. It's 
been true for me so far. Yeah. I've been handled. I've had. I've been handed things that I thought I couldn't handle before I handled them. Yeah. But I handled them. Yeah. So maybe it is true. Who mm-hmm. knows? Mm-hmm. What is for you won't go by you. Mm. Well, it's proved true so far for me. Yeah, and it's all in divine timing. Like, mm. Mm. yeah, maybe try maybe. it on. See how that goes. Because you're not falling behind, you're just aligned. Mm. And every opportunity is an opportunity to become more aligned. It's not a slow game. It's not a quick game. It's not even a fucking game, really. Right. (laughs) Well, you can make it your own game. Yes. And essentially, that's what our conversations have come back to in the end, is it's all about you and for you and not in that like arrogant self-centered it's all about me white privileged way right it's actually just acknowledging that to be honest with ourselves connected to ourselves and having a deep sense of ourselves gives us more permission to show up in a world where we need people to know who they are mm. We can't keep going along blinded by our brilliance. And that brilliance doesn't have a timing. Mm. Or maybe it does, and we just don't know. (laughs) Yes, Crow. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. And the crows do come to tell me and remind me that there is an end. There will be a last beat of my heart and a last breath. Mm. So I do I do have only a yes, that's right. I do only have a, a time here. Mm. So what do I choose? What do I choose yes. to do with my time? Yes, because there is that other cliche. How does it go? Um it won't be the things you did it will be the things you didn't do you know and not in a like in and when when we say that I'm not like in a like so make it happen kind of way it's more in a like you will regret never having given yourself a chance yeah you will regret not having experienced deep connection with yourself you will regret not spending quality time with the people around you. I mean, Bronnie Ware is a dear friend of both of ours. And, you know, she has that beautiful book, The Top Mm. Five Regrets of the Dying. And and they can act as a guidepost, Mm -hmm. right? Because, because it, you know, my dad always used to say, you won't, you can't be buried with your cash. Yeah, you can't take it with you. Yeah, you can't take it with you. you. You can't take the things that you accumulate or the accomplishments that you, you know, the things that you achieve in life don't go with you into the next one if we even have a next one. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, just be in in the present moment and making the most of being here. Yeah. In this time and space. Because this cliche, time and space, is the only time and space we have. Yeah. And give waiting a place yeah. in your life. Because there is a frustration when you're somewhere and desire to be somewhere else. Mm. 
But when you trust that somewhere else is coming and you can bring the patience and the waiting into the present moment, then that's when you actually get to enjoy where you are. Yes. So as a projector, I'm in a group of fellow human design projectors. And the question that comes up all the time is like, what, I've just got to sit on my ass and wait to be invited. No, no, you don't have to sit on your ass and wait to be invited. You get to live the life that you want to live moment by moment. You get to create whatever the fuck you want. You get to play, you get to have fun, you get to love, you get to laugh. You don't have to be waiting. Right. Right. You get or to be you get living. To choose about how you enjoy the waiting. Yeah. Right. You get to see that as life. Yeah. Because if you're enjoying the waiting, that is only going to bring in more invitation. Right. You put the you put the intention out into the world, mm-hmm. and then you go about living your best fucking life while mm-hmm. you wait for that to mm-hmm. unfold. And how's that working for you? Pretty fucking good. Right. <laughs> Pretty fucking good, I would say. And I think that's a piece for all of us, wherever we sit with the human design. And if you don't know human design, you can Google it and and find out your own, um, if it sings to you at all, if you're curious. Um, But I think for all of us, being able to sense a feeling, a feeling, like close your eyes and actually feel into your life those things that matter most to you, the things that you want around you, the places you want to explore, the things you want to experience in this timing, this lifetime. And then hold on to that feeling and make it available to you now. Now, that's right. Actually start to plant that seed and water that seed. In this present moment. In this present moment. And wait and watch and trust and know that by doing that, you're creating what you want. You're making it happen now. Without expending all the energy. Right. And without adjudicating yourself with I'm not there yet. Right. I remember yesterday on a coaching call, I'd said to a client, it makes so much sense when 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 you think of us as nature, I mean, how can we not be, right? Because we are here and sitting amongst trees. We are just a part of nature. And if you think about, um, you know, I have a few A-type clients and, um, and they're like, you know, well, I've just got to make it happen. I've got to make it happen. And it's like, well, you don't plant a seed and then scream at the seed, fucking grow! You fucking useless piece of shit! Fucking grow! what's taken so long you know and if you've seen those you know that um that water experiment the doctor I can't remember but it's like you know where they say the words to the water Hashimoto or something yeah something like Hashimoto (laughs) I think that's a disease that could be be an autoimmune disease Um, something like that but it's this water experiment where they speak to the water google it if you haven't seen it, they speak to the water. Don't Google Hashimoto. No, don't, don't, no, not Hashimoto. It's about water experiment. And, you know, they speak to the water and the water shifts and evolves and it, and it goes from like beautiful, beautiful shapes, like snowflakes kind of design um, when it's being spoken to lovingly and patiently, I guess. There's a loving and patient energy that's being, um, you know, placed upon the water. But when when there is hate or impatience or resentment placed within the water, 
then it, you know, it, it doesn't have... It reflects that, right. like meets like. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So when you're planting a seed, you can't then force it to become something by screaming at it. Yeah, or you're not quick enough. Yeah. I want this now. Right. Where, yeah, like hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up, universe. Yeah. Fuck. And what are you missing out on in the hurry? Mm. Right? Because mm. if I'd been like really hurried... To be like, I'm going to be Carly's friend. It's going to happen right now. Okay, I'm going to recall. I would have been repulsed by that. I would have been, been like, oh, my God. God. Get out of my she face. She's too needy. Right? Fuck off. Totally. <laughs> so what, what is it that you're hurrying through that is having you miss out on the open door that's there? Yeah. Already. Mm. And the creations and the co-creations that are available to you. Mm. In this moment. Yeah. So what are we saying? Okay, what what I'm saying or what I want to invite is just exploring your relationship with waiting. Mm. How how does it feel when we say it's all just here, wait? It's all available to you, just wait. Mm-hmm. What what like it's yeah, what happens when you're already not trying to make up, it happen? Right? Like you're already saying bullshit. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Some of you are saying bullshit, fuck off. Yeah, and the wonder here is like, how's it going for you trying to make it happen? Mm. So what would it be like if you did just try on mm. leaning into waiting? Yeah, because some people can make it happen. Some people can make it happen. But if it's not working for you, then it requires curiosity. Right, and I wonder if the making it happen for those that are really good at that where else they may be able to wait Mm. in their lives. Because I believe that there's a place for all of us within Mm. our waiting. They might be able to make their career happen, Mm. but how's your relationship going for you or vice versa, Mm. right? Yeah. How's your health going for you or whatever it is, whatever piece where you may not be willing to wait, lean into waiting, lean into a different timing. Mm. And just feel, feel it, feel how it feels and experiment with the results of that. You know, it's like, for me, waiting for the invitation was something that was like, ugh. And then when I actually try it, mm. it's like, whoa. Wow. My whole world just opened up. Wow. And it doesn't mean that it's not challenging and that my old beliefs aren't still questioning if that's and even possible. Yep. But I'm willing to give it a go. Mm-hmm. And so far... If I look at the results of the experiment, it's in the waiting favour. Sometimes it feels like our conversations are so simple and yet... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, God, you're not going to do the whole paradox thing. <laughs> and yet so full, Yeah, right? Yeah. And so thank you for coming on the journey with us because this has been an opportunity for both Carly and I to step into those thought-provoking, soul-stimulating conversations that happen for us on a daily basis with ourselves Mm. and in the circles that we move in Mm. and finding a platform here for us to share those. So know that we're both about connection and expression 
And we would love to hear from you. Anything that's sung to you, anything that you have played with that um, has arisen and that you feel like sharing, reach out. Yeah. Um, because in the end, this is all just one big experiment. It is. And also important to note that by the time you're hearing this episode, it may not actually be how we feel anymore. Right. You know, everything is subject to change. But if we don't honor our truth in the moment, in the timing that we have, then um how do we build our truth right it becomes a practice yeah and so i sense that this is also a piece of our practice totally of coming home to ourselves is by creating in platforms like this and if you're interested in learning how you can come home to yourself feel free to book in a discovery session with kelly or myself and if you really liked this quality podcast then know that radcasters is available to you (laughs) it's an amazing podcast platform have you been desiring to come into your connection and expression carly nimmo is your woman that's right she's the voice try and understand it I guess that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Love, love and love. That was Humans Resourced. To join myself, Carly Nimmo and Kelly Brown in person and in our natural habitat of Byron Bay, come to Undercurrent, a one-day retreat to go beneath. Step away from the surface-level stuff, the overwhelm, the obligation, the confusion, the muddiness, the frustration, the lack, and dive into what always lies beneath. Your calling, soulful nourishment, support and flow. July 6th, Byron Bay. To find out more, go to bit.ly forward slash humans resourced or check the show notes.